Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 53. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm actually recording today's show in the car because today's been so busy. Um, Today is going to be nice and short, okay? So short and sweet, but extremely powerful. And what I want to talk about today has a lot to do with nutrition and more specifically your calorie intake. Now, the topic that I'm going to go over today really helped myself, um, but it's really helped a lot of my clients really understand how to how to use your calorie intake to your advantage and how easy it actually is to stick to a calorie deficit and be able to lose fat or to be able to stick to a calorie intake that's going to allow you to build muscle or perform at your best if you're an athlete. Um, and I was talking to a friend yesterday actually who works in the financial world and we really made the comparison between your calorie intake and a financial budget. Now I've actually mentioned this on the show previously about how I like to think of my calorie intake as a budget. Okay, so I have a calorie budget from day to day, from week to week, from month to month. And that can be extremely, extremely um, important and it really simplifies how easy nutrition actually is, okay? Because let's say, for example, you're going to go on a holiday and you, you're we're talking financial budget here. You go on a holiday, you've got X amount of money to spend. If you spend 80% of that money on the first day on something nice or you know you might see something that you like when you go shopping or you might go out and just spend a lot of money on food and drink, obviously you're going to have to allow to budget for only 20% of that money for the rest of your trip. So if you've got a seven-day trip, you've got six days with only 20% of the money that you took. Um, you know, and, and likewise, if if you were smarter with your money, then you would make sure that you allow you know X amount of money for each day that you are on that trip to make sure that you can enjoy yourself and be comfortable each day. Now, nutrition is absolutely no different. If you go out for breakfast in the morning and you go to a buffet and eat 90% of your calories for the day, um, assuming you know how many calories you should be eating for whatever your given goal is, then you have to make sure that for the rest of the day that you only use up the last 10% of your calories, otherwise you're gonna go over. And then if you do go over, then your progress is gonna be slower and not as optimal, okay? And I think also a good comparison is for those people that tend to not spend any of their calories throughout the day or or not enough of their calories throughout the day because they don't plan properly, they don't plan the fact that they're gonna have work or that they've got a busy day and they don't get in enough nutrients throughout the day, then they have to they have to fit in a large chunk of calories right at the end of the day. Now, as as good as this will seem because you get to eat a lot of food and you'll feel really full and go to bed and stuff, but you know, majority of the time that that quality of food, the nutrient value or the um, nutritional value of that food is not going to be great because you're going to be getting in a lot of calories in one sitting. Most likely, it's going to be average shitty food. Um, so, so yeah, we made that comparison between your calorie intake and a financial financial budget, and it really simplifies things. So, if I have a client come to me who's really struggling with counting their calories, okay, so that they're starting to get into the world of flexible dieting, they're tracking their macros, their protein, their carbohydrates, their fats, and their calorie intake, but you know they're struggling with making sure that they spread out their calories throughout the day. Whether that over be whether that be over three meals, whether that be over five meals, you know it, it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference how many meals it's over. But they find it hard, or they might you know they might say I've been eating you know 
um, an even amount of calories through every single meal, but I'm always hungry before bed or I haven't got enough energy to train in the middle of the day or I haven't got enough energy to train at night or in the morning. So that's where you can start to look at your calorie intake and go, okay, so if I train better um, in the afternoon after a big lunch, but usually at nighttime I'm not very hungry and I feel like I have to force myself to eat my dinner or, or my meal before bed. What you can then do is have a big breakfast, have a big lunch and allow for that calorie intake and, and allow for time to digest so that you can have a good workout at the end of the day um, with the amount of calories that you've already got in. You're having a moderate to small meal uh, before you go to bed and you're good to go. But if you're the complete opposite, you like to train first thing in the morning, you feel like you've never got any energy because you don't eat enough you know, close to your workout, then you might reduce or restrict your calories early in the day. Okay, so you might have a light breakfast, um, you know, obviously trying to get in protein with every single meal, but you might have a light breakfast. Uh, your lunch might be relatively light. You have a, a few carbs there, but you're really kind of, you're really kind of backing or backloading your carbohydrates or your calorie intake for late in the day um, so that your last meal of the day is big. You're getting in a big chunk of calories right before you go to bed. Then when you wake up in the morning, your energy stores, your glycogen levels and whatnot are relatively full, which allows you to train at your peak performance. So I, I think that's really the, the message that I wanted to get across in today's podcast. I know it's short, but like I said, it is sweet because once you figure out that your calorie intake is like a budget and that's all there is to it, there's no crazy science or crazy magic tricks or anything about meal timing or about how many meals you have per day that's going to help you lose weight. It's about how many calories you need to eat to be in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight or how many calories you want to you need to eat to be in a calorie surplus to gain weight and making sure you stick to that um, in whatever way you need to stick to it or whatever way suits you, whatever way works with your lifestyle. Like I said, if you're extremely busy and you can only fit in two meals per day, you need to make sure that you're splitting up your calories relatively evenly because if you have a small meal at the start of the day because you can't be bothered, um, then your second meal is going to have to be huge. Okay, whereas if you spread them out evenly, it's a lot easier. Um, and likewise, like I said, find out when you train best under how many, you know, under how many calories you've eaten, or, or how many carbohydrates you've eaten before and after your workout or around your workout time, and then budget those calories out. Okay, and I think once you become aware of the fact that it is just like a budget, it becomes so much easier. Okay, because you can plan it out a lot easier. Um, I'm sure most people at some stage in their life will, will get to the point where they're relatively confident that they, that they can budget their money. So I don't see why people can't understand how to budget their, their calorie intake and their nutritional intake as well. So I hope you guys have benefited from today's episode. As I said, it is short, but I, I'm sure you'll take a lot away from it. Uh, I hopefully will have some pretty big guests coming up in the next few weeks, guys. So please, um, please keep your ears open for the episodes coming up. If this is your first episode, I hope you have enjoyed it. Please do go back and have a look at some of our past episodes. Um, if you're a regular listener, you're a subscriber, leave a review. It, it really does help rate the podcast. Um, and I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the first 50 episodes has gone really quick. I'm pretty happy with how much content we've got so far and, and how many guests I've been able to share with you guys and the, the, the tons of um, you know valuable information and content that I've been able to share, but the best is yet to come, guys. There's so much good stuff to come, especially with my trip coming up to LA later in the year. 
But I hope you guys are having a great day. Please do tune in again next week. And thank you so much for listening to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'll chat to you soon.